Station. Everything to shake this, but I'm in. But, 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 things got me drinking. Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. The League's Cup is the greatest competition. It's the greatest thing to happen to American soccer since Freddie Adu. Whoever has ever said any bad words about this competition is just dead wrong and they don't know what they're talking about. I'm here for it. We are the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. Uh, actually, we're the KC Soccer Journal. This is the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. My name is Cody Bradley, Thad Bell, Robert Russert. Sorry, Thad's favorite team did not suck is his name for this episode. This episode is brought to you by Tim Melia's Self-Defense Dojo. Classes are now open for our special guest coach, Alan Polito. Alan will be diving into the timeless art of the headbutt. Sign up today and learn the latest techniques. Tim Melia's Self-Defense Dojo. Yellow when it should be red. Oh, well, I guess that their slogan doesn't really work there. Polito's going just entirely against that company's motto with the, <laughs> with the whole red card thing. But we shouldn't disparage our sponsors. It sounds like you'd learn a lot in this class, and you should sign up. Thad, how are you feeling after this, uh, after this monumental win, this away win in our home stadium? Pretty good. I was, that was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun, even though it was, uh, we were severely outnumbered by fans. Yes, yes, Robert, you were there. You were in the press box too, or you you were as a fan? Um, Cody, um, I was not there. He was not there. <laughs> what was the oh, nine was p.m. To too late for, for you? Watching the living room, and I tell you, somebody posted a clip. I think it was Jimmy Mack about how loud Chivas were before the game even started. Yeah. So it was very nice to never hear them at that level during the game because we took them out of the game. So that was pretty sweet. You could hear them. You could hear them on the broadcast that they were loud in the stadium, were they not? They were very loud. And and kudos to their fans, man. They were super loud, super pumped, very, very, very up for that game, man. Yeah, a lot of the comments I saw, it all looked like uh, positive interactions between fans. There was one, one video going around on Reddit. But hey, you know, one fight out of out of that, like, come on, eh, come on, one little tussle, that's not so bad, not too. Bad. I'm not sure that was with sporting fans, though. Yeah, that was between their own fans, from what oh, I okay. heard. Okay, okay, uh, I thought I saw a blue shirt in there, but I could. Yeah, but I think that might have been Atlas fans. Ah, oh, okay. Atlas fans hate Chivas fans apparently, and I have I witnessed that last night. There was a a group that looked like they were all together, probably like twelve people, maybe about. Two thirds of them maybe were Chivas fans wearing their jerseys. A couple of them were wearing sporting jerseys, but two of them were wearing Atlas jerseys. And when sporting scored, the Atlas, the two Atlas fans were in the face of the Chivas fans. The sporting fans were kind of happy. The Chivas, the Atlas fans were in the face, taunting the Chivas fans. Yeah, that's that Liga MX grind right there. The true taunting in the face. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it, was it was kind of funny. No, the uh, the 9 p.m. kickoff was too late for me as well. Um, it has nothing to do. Again, like I said, I've always supported the League's Cup. It's not that I didn't care about this competition and thought we were going to lose. Never had a doubt. Always supported yeah, this yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, but, Before this game, they were going to get blown out. Yeah, I did. But, you know, I this team always does this. Dad, we've had this conversation in years past. This team just has a knack for playing to their opponent. Sometimes it's incredibly frustrating because they 
can't blow out teams that they should otherwise be blowing out. But every time you think it's a game, you're just ready to get rocked, that they have no business winning. You've got Kyrie Shelton starting because someone is hurt. And they, they pull it out. This happens all the time, it seems like. So, you know, it was it was great. And uh, I'm, I'm here for this competition. I, uh, I'm ready for uh, Toluca on Friday. But, uh, and yeah, the boys, everyone, the, if you guys saw the video of Eric Tommy partying in the locker room, everyone is feeling very good right now. Um, so let's go to, we've got Vermees audio here. Let's have Vermees tell us about the game. I think the guys started to feel it. I think what happens is, is that when you, when you, when you start moving the ball and, and you're keeping the ball as we are, or as we were, um, it, it, all of a sudden you get a level of confidence and then you start to play very instinctive as opposed to thinking about, Hey, I gotta be here. I gotta be there. You just start to move into the places based on your spatial awareness in the game. And I thought the guys, again, you can see the confidence just exude as the game went on yeah they were confident they were creating all these chances but i'll be honest it was still really frustrating until the last few minutes of that game when it was just desperate i hope we don't give up the the equalizer i it was really frustrating they, they should have scored more there was a, a final touch that was missing but uh yeah you can you can see why he was so happy with the performance and and we'll play some audio from from velko panovic here in a minute that is just incredible. Uh, and yeah, that he was defeated. Johnny felt very good about, about the play as well. So, um, so yeah, everyone, everyone's feeling very good, but it was really frustrating that should they have not scored more goals in this game? I was, I was really, really worried when they had not scored more goals. Um, and I was really disappointed. They didn't score one in the end I was shooting at. So that would have been nice. Which were you on the, the Gotti miss end or the Johnny miss end? I was on the south side. South side. That was when Johnny had another open shot and, and hit it wide left. Yes. Very frustrating. That Gotti kinda. I, I, I don't know physically how that ball did not go in the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, he took one extra touch. And uh, if he hadn't hit that touch, he would have had a bigger goal to shoot at. I think that was was the biggest issue there because the keeper was right on top of him after that second touch. So. Yeah, that that extra touch, and then he and then he like tried to chip it. It looked like instead of just you know one little tap on the ball, just tap it in. Just tap right, it right. In. He he, <laughs> he got it past one. the keeper. He got it past the keeper. Okay, well, <laughs> God damn it! That. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Yes, fact. <laughs> he got it past the keeper. Not past the posts and into the net. <laughs> yeah, there was a defender there. That's that's the problem. Uh, okay, yeah, so the Chivas head coach, Velko Panovic, uh, was just distraught. His team was beaten badly. At one point, the, there was a quote, or a video I saw going around. It's in Spanish, but he said, we have to be honest. We are not at the level at, the level at this moment to compete internationally with these teams. He comes into the blue hell and is just like, man, we cannot compete with this with this eleventh place MLS team. These teams are just way beyond us. Uh, but no, here here's more from him in English on uh, on why he was so frustrated. Yesterday in my press conference, I said that it's going to be a battle for for the possession. Who's going to have the ball more? And in the first half, they they absolutely dominated, and we 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 sucked. <laughs> uh, it was it was terrible to watch the team like that <laughs> suffering behind the ball. But um, it's it's the part of the game. It's the part of the game that we also at least were capable of not conceding more than one. 
Man, by the end of that, he's just happy that they only gave up one goal. I, I don't know if it's his accent this, that makes that so good, but it just it's so incredible. And we we, we sucked. Uh, it was it was terrible to watch a team like that suffering behind the ball. We sucked. We sucked. Uh, it was it was terrible to watch. Oh my gosh, yeah, the accent just makes that so good. He hits it so hard. He like built up to it. He kind of stuttered the the we 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 sucked. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Favorite audio. That can sound pretty good. <laughs> that is my favorite audio of the year for sure. I have to admit, I actually chuckled a little bit when he said that. Just, you know, you try not to do react in those things. But yeah, I did kind of chuckle when he and said he, that. And he also kind of said it like in an upbeat way. Like the words are distraught entirely, like terrible and suffering. <laughs> but, he, you know, the, the accent, he was kind of an upbeat guy. I like this guy. Former coach of the fire. I knew I recognized him somewhere. Yeah, it's the feeling behind it. He was really feeling that they really sucked. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like the, this team is first place. In Liga MX right now. I know there are three games in, but three games, three wins. Three, yeah, three straight wins, yeah. And uh, and yeah, he comes in, <laughs> comes into eleventh place, Sporting Kansas City, and is like, "Nah, man, we can't do this." You know, I do know what they need though. They need a striker like Alan Polito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he would have been starved of service last night. That would have helped a lot. Hey, he whatever. Come back for it. Whatever they did worked. <laughs> Whatever they did work. So uh, Ponovich was talking about possession, the false nine. It meant Kyrie was out there. But it's it seemed to work for everything except the, the final touch. Thank God Johnny had that one in him. But uh, let's go to some audio from Johnny here. It wasn't really the game plan, but we knew it was going to happen just we didn't have a, a natural number nine there. So we knew that we, were, we would all find ourselves in those positions and I think you can see when, when one guy dropped out in one position, the other guy covered, and we've done it you know, without even thinking. Um, so when you've got that kind of movement, that kind of fluidity, um, you know, it causes teams so many problems because they, they don't know who to take. Um, you know, we knew that they were going to try and come and man-mark a little bit, uh, so when you start drifting all over the field like that, they don't really know who to take. Um, so that was what to our favour, um, especially first half, I thought we were... I thought we were so good in the first half, and then second half, obviously they had a bit of a reaction came in here. But when you you move like we do, we move the ball like we do. You know, it was it was going to be difficult for anyone. Fluidity. I know that's such a that was a long one, but I was just entranced by the accent. Good accents on this episode. We have a, we have a, another we have a French one here coming up as well. If we want to play that, uh, Robert, tell us about the uh, the false nine that was running around. Yeah, I mean, going back to what Vermees said, they, early in the season, everything was not going well. You start thinking about things. Okay, maybe I should do this. I'm supposed to be here. And you don't act, like Peter said, instinctively. And you don't let that spatial awareness he talked about take over and just play the game. You're thinking about it too much. So with that false nine, you've got that factor and you've got guys who are playing more free but I think the real key to this is that you've got two guys like Gary Kinda and Felipe Gutierrez in that midfield who can play with that kind of a style. Now you've got Remy supporting them, but I think Felipe really makes a big difference. Notice that Vermees got him as many minutes as he could right away, even though he's not 90 minutes fit. Gutierrez has been in there. So I really think he makes a difference and he's more of that kind of a player who can flow with that and, and can find those spaces. So two things. Number one, it's a fine for your dog. 
Number two. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Number two, that was good analysis. Uh, you mentioned just something about the the players on the team I, and their ability to to just do this system, like the ability that it works in the system. And I think it's also a testament to the the team dynamic here. Like these guys do. It's been a tough season, and you know they've gone through it together. They did the campfire thing together. There is a really good team dynamic here right now, and that yeah, we saw at one point. Johnny and Shelton were kind of in the midfield and Tommy and Kinda were up front and it was yeah it it was a it was a really good showing and and there's something about this something about this team I'm just saying so so either the camera missed it or did they not do the campfire celebration after the goal Oh I didn't look for it I, I did not see it I did not either uh I'll have to go back and look at the photos to see I don't think they did though I was on the other end so I take some shots yeah. from the other end just to see what I can get. But I don't, I don't remember seeing that. So yeah. And I kind of missed it too. I mean, you know, that's a thing. <laughs> well, cause maybe cause shallow wasn't out there. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> maybe he's the campfire fire pit leader. I, I need to know more about it. I can't believe so many people just heard this and, and didn't, we didn't get any more info on it. We need some, we've asked and they, no we've one asked. will say anything. Right. Okay. That's just between us. That's that's the kind of answer we've gotten. I I don't need to know about the camp. I want to know, I want to know details about about the whole trip. I want to know where they went. I want to know the sleeping arrangements. Were they all just outside in the open? I want yeah, I want to know. I want to know details. That <laughs> don't make were it weird. Wearing, <laughs> were they wearing clothes or what? I mean, is that what you're going for? No, no, no. Cody. Don't make it weird. It was a true bonding. <laughs> I'm not experience. weird. You're weird. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, yes, back to the game. Johnny's goal was beautiful. If not for a whiffed bicycle kick, it would have just been the highlight. It would have been one of the highlights of the season. Uh, yeah, the fact that he that Tommy did get something on that and Johnny hit it just so insanely perfectly, it, there was, it, that goal was so satisfying, everything about it. And here, I have some audio from him as well. Gaddy's furious because Eric got the assist, I think. So uh, they, had, they had a few words in the locker room there. But uh, no, it's, it's, it's a good attempt, but I kind of read him missing it. So it's, uh, I, was, I, was always, I was always ready for it just in case. He read him missing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Anytime there's a guy going up and for a bicycle kick in front of you, it's just probably default to be like, yeah, you should be ready for this. It's a, it's a little sad though, Gotti doesn't get the assist on that one because it was a nice pass. Yeah, it was. It was. Poor Gotti. Although he missed the goal, so take that assist away from him. Ball never lies. Well, Tommy took the assist away from him, so. I love, you know, I love Gotti. We, the interview we had with him was great. But oh my God, I, his teammates have to just be giving it to him for that, for that miss. That one was so frustrating. It, it was one of those where it's almost harder to not score in that position. Hasn't he had a couple of them like that so far this year since he came back? I don't want to talk about that, Thad. We're not going to acknowledge that it's a thing. It can't be a thing. We need him to score goals. Hey, I, I know we want to talk all positive, but, you know, there are still things. Yeah. Yeah, he's missed a couple of them. He did have a very, I mean, he did have a very nice chipped finish that looked like he could do that all day. So he's a, it's a tale of two players with him. 
Uh, and just for the sake of it here, let's go to another another beautiful accent from Remy Voltaire. It looks like tonight we play away, so <laughs> yeah, when we arrived, I was surprised. Like, I thought that we are in Chivas, so well, it was good. It was good. They have a lot of fans, but we, we show them that we are not away, we are home, and we show them that it's our home, so it's very oh, good. So good. It's our home. Yeah, I... I actually asked him another question after that, but there was too many people talking over to make it usable audio. But I asked him, you know, did he notice that the crowd got quieter throughout the game? And he goes, yes, they were losing. <laughs> <laughs> He's very straightforward, that Remy Voltaire. <laughs> oh, okay. What are what else are we missing from this game? So as Kyrie even mentioned, I'm sorry, I had to let the dog out there for a second. <laughs> Oh, I'm tired. Kyrie, he had some great moments early on, a great turn uh, in the midfield there. But then there was that one moment shortly after that where he nearly stumbled over the ball at the top of the box. So, you know, we got everything. We got the gamut from Kyrie last night. Yeah, I saw a range of reactions in Kyrie's performance. My my dad, who actually is a Kyrie sympathizer, sent a specific text to me saying that he was playing poorly. And I felt the same. But then there were like David in the group chat. Oh, look, we have David in the chat here. David in, David was in the group chat saying that uh, that Kyrie was having a good game, and he's the biggest Kyrie hater of all. So it was a it was a gold dress or blue dress situation that we had there with him. Uh, I, I'm I'm willing to. I've seen enough people say that he that he had a good game. So I'm willing to admit there. I must have been texting or not paying attention or checked out for moments that he did something, but. There were he. It wasn't just one bad moment. There he killed a, at least a couple plays there, uh, with a bad pass or you know otherwise. But I, I can't keep he, talking about Kyrie. I'm so frustrated. He, he did have some good moments in the game, man. I, I I remember seeing him thinking like, oh, he's playing pretty well. And then, yeah, something would happen right after that that would make you go shit. But <laughs> it. He did have some really good moments. He played pretty well, and he was part of the overall attack that looked good. So, yeah, it just shows you that confidence is contagious, right? I mean, yeah. he was feeling it too. And that's a. Uh, I know I was trying to think about this last night, but Johnny got the goal. Gotti looked really good. I thought Tommy did really well as the false nine, and, and him and Gotti switching in and out. Also, we didn't really mention that. Goody looked good. Uh, he. You know, you could see signs of why he was so good before. He's not like he was, but he's he was looking good. Who would be the player of the match? Um, it's a good question. I mean, I'm I'm the basic guy, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go Johnny because he scored the goal. You're so basic. Yeah. <laughs> no one can say I was wrong because he scored the goal. Like that's no one can say I was wrong for that. Well, it was David Tommy's in the chat. Person. David in the chat has an opinion, Cody. Does he? Yes. Oh. Eric Tommy. Eric Tommy was uh, active and constantly dangerous. He's been talking this whole time. Yeah, Eric. Eric Tommy had a good game, and 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 he was killing it on, in the locker room after the game on uh, Shallowy's on Shallowy's story. <laughs> uh, yeah, David's been talking this whole time. I didn't. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry, David in the chat. I just saw David in the chat. Didn't know you were actually chatting. You could join, David. Uh, Thad's favorite team did not suck. Chivas sucked. We sucked. We sucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> terrible to win. You're going to keep that forever because you need to. Because that's so that one, fitting for so that many staying forever. There's, there's the just short. We sucked. 
And then there's this one is just we incredible. Uh, it was it was <laughs> terrible to watch. Terrible to watch. So good. <laughs> oh, audio of the year. So Thad, hey, kind of like being a Chicago Fire coach. I think he's so used to that. You know. <laughs> That your favorite so team did not suck, but it just says your favorite team here. There's some ambiguity. Is that Sporting KC or is this a statement on the U.S. Women's National Team that maybe they didn't suck as much as you, as much as everyone else thinks? Okay, for clarity's sake, Sporting Kansas City did not suck. The Women's National Team did. There we go. Thad announced his favorite team is Sporting Kansas City. Breaking news. Uh, (laughs) that's pretty hard to figure out and look at that segue that i set up perfectly we're gonna go to break and then come back and talk uh u.s women's national team we sucked all right we're back that was quick we're really good with these quick breaks i hope someone heard an ad there i'm sorry if you heard an ad but i hope i hope they're filling in uh, World Cup, Thad, were you, did you stay up late? Did you get up early for the 2 a.m. kickoff against Portugal? I stayed up. I didn't get home from the sporting game until like 1.30 almost. So it was, Oh wow! come home, th- throw on the computers, grab a snack, sit down and start trying to watch the game. I do admit that I probably dozed off for about 20 minutes of the game at my desk, but you know. Man, 1.30, you got home at 1.30 from that 9 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And what sucks is I was basically busy from about 11 in the morning until from about 11 in the morning till about 4 in the morning. So Look at that. different Big, things. I was shooting an event before I went to the sporting game. I still got to work on those photos, damn it. A true American soccer fan. And he's a boomer too. I love it. Yeah, I'm old. You're a you're a model American citizen for soccer. And I appreciate your service, Thad. I'm not sure if I'm the model American citizen for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not get up for it. I had an alarm set. Didn't didn't work. Yeah. It did not work. I, I, I seem to remember you saying that let's pod during the game or right after the game, and you were a no-show. Well, that was I had a reason to be up because I needed to catch someone in Europe when they woke up, but then that need went away. But I still did. I was, I was still, I had the hope, but yeah, it didn't work. Slept right through that alarm. The highlights though, watch those first thing, quite uninspiring. And I do not regret that I, uh, that I didn't catch it. That what is, what's wrong with them? Everything. Save, guys, they were, they should have gone home saved by the post. They should literally be on a plane home or arriving home right now from the World Cup. That was an inch away from them going home. I mean, the, the that ball could have bounced also because uh, Nair dove over. It basically went under, hit the post, and then came back out. It, if it had rebounded just a little bit different, it could have hit her and back in. Yeah. You know, it would have been a Nair own goal, much like AD French has done a few times this year for I was going to say, we've, we've seen that exact thing happen. Uh, but she didn't. It didn't. And... I don't know. I do not know how to fix this team. It's like kind of like sporting at the first 10 games of the year. They should be better. The talent they you could say they could be there. Another team might have more talent or coaching or whatever, but they have what they need in order to have played better than this. So, so how many minutes did uh, Rose Lavelle get in that last game? I don't know off the top of my head. She played. She, she started. Yeah, she, she did start. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I think she was she the sub. Yeah, Robert's the king of just asking questions that he doesn't know the answer to and isn't searching for. Well, I'm, I'm just curious <laughs> if she made that big, big of a difference because she is a player who could add some of that dynamism that uh, maybe they've been missing. Well, and I think she got a yellow and she could miss the next game anyway. So. Oh hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. she did. She's she is missing um, the next one. So a lot of fingers are being pointed at Vlatko, who put in. Megan Rapino, who had just a miserable, miserable performance. I've never seen the jokes like from staunch longtime supporters of hers <laughs> about her performance. Like, so it must have genuinely been that bad, right? That Oh, it was terrible. And because I mean I kind of hope she would come in too. I mean, I'm not always the biggest Rapino fan because she kind of has been hot or cold over the last couple of years, but she was, yeah, like like I think I would have rather had Kyrie out there. I saw, oh God, I I saw a tweet that said that she should have subbed back out after subbing in. I don't know what minute she subbed in, but that she should have been subbed back out and also retired before leaving the field. So yeah, she was getting dragged from, you know, one of the most beloved characters on this team for a long time. She, uh, Fab, she came do, in the do, not, do not turn that comment of yours into a tweet, please. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and, and again, I actually like Kyrie and I spoke well of him earlier. So remember last recap I did, I got accused of being a Kyrie hater. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got to be careful. So Vlatko, friend of the show, Vlatko is, uh, is really in, in, on the hot seat right now, at least from the fans. Yes, he is. Uh, from fans, from media, from, other coaches from former players. Yeah, Carly I Lloyd. Know. I liked I liked Carly Lloyd's uh, comments. I didn't actually like them, but you know what? I am kind of on the on. I I know that I know Thad is not the biggest fan of hers, and I know a lot of people in the media are not because of her her bluntness. But uh, I actually I actually kind of appreciate for the sake of like content, and she's on TV, and she, and they're analyzing this team. You know what I mean? Like they're so. What what we're referring to is she had some harsh words about watching the team celebrate on the field after the game, and you know, I, both, I'm I'm on both sides of this. Those girls are at the World Cup. They advanced. Good for them. You're feeling good. Who cares what everybody else says? Uh, but then at the same time, they're in a the studio. They're analysts talking about this game. This is what they're seeing on the screen, and it was a little bit odd. Like. Megan Rapine, like, who we were just talking about, had a horrible game, and she was like out there dancing, at, like in a circle, like they won the World Cup. And you know, it it was odd to see. Did Carly Lloyd maybe go a little too hard? Sure, but like you know what, she's making TV, and uh, and that's and she she said how she felt, so whatever. And to be clear, my dislike of Carly Lloyd has not been her bluntness; it's been some of her. Uh, treatment of the teams that she's yeah. been on and things like that so yeah there are you're not the only one that uh feels like that that i've heard i'm i'm quite okay with her being blunt she's she's been a good enough player to make her statements and stuff like that she's not always been a great teammate in my opinion yeah yeah okay uh but and to be fair, and also I did not see the celebration after because literally the second the whistle blew, I shut the the stream off and <laughs> walked away in disgust. Yeah, 
Yeah, who was hanging around watching the post game at four in the morning for that? <laughs> People paid to. <laughs> um, okay, so next opponent has not been revealed yet. Um, when do we? Is that tonight, maybe, or tomorrow that we figure that out? Let's uh, let's see. Sweden no, plays. Now I'm asking the wrong question. It's likely to be Sweden, I believe. Right? Are we kind of yes, expecting it, is, it to be Sweden? It, it's very, very, very likely to be Sweden if that's not determined yet, because they're ahead in the the group. Uh, they've won two games, and it would either be Sweden or, I guess, Italy potentially. It could, Italy would be the only other team that could get there that would uh, have the right amount of points. Well, Sweden previously had like the biggest drubbing of the U.S. women's national team in history, right? It was like it was like three to nothing, four to nothing, or some six to nothing. Is that am I dreaming that? I yeah, swear, I, I swear they beat them. Uh, they they handled them, and it was like probably the worst loss in uh, in this team's history. And now after one of these performances that uh, everyone is talking about being one of the worst ever, uh, at least some media is. Now they have to play likely have to play Sweden. Are they are, are they going to pull an Argentina where they Argentina lost the first game and then and then you know came back and dominated? Or can they actually turn this around or is this possible? It is possible. Uh, you could actually look back to 2015. They they won two games and drew one in that that tournament, but they looked terrible doing it. And it wasn't until they had players that received uh, yellow cards that they were forced to move players around and put players the, in the best positions, actually, in my opinion. And all of a sudden, they played really well. And then they kind of built into just dominating the hell out of that tournament. But they they started weak. Their group stage was very poor by their standards, yeah. much like this one. And then they just kind of kept getting a little bit better. And by the, by the end of it, they just killed. So I'm putting you on the spot here. Vlatko, is Vlatko holding the team back? Are they are they going to have to win in spite of him? Is he going to have to change his tactics? Has have his has his tactics been wrong so far? It's hard. It, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think because since Vlatko has taken over, they have not been a high scoring team. They've had some games where they've scored you know three goals, but they haven't been a a team that's went out there and scored eight. You know that they sometimes did previously, but it's been such a transition from the old guard to the new guard. Mm -hmm. He's been very hamstrung in how he's been able to do this. When he first took it over, they were you know getting ready to go to the Olympics, but they had the you know COVID and they were limited in what players they could bring in. Uh, national team is always a very political and PR related thing, so you can't just dump all your old players overnight like you might want to. So that that was some lost time with that, and then COVID, they 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 sucked and only got a, a bronze medal at the Olympics. You know, a lot of teams would be happy with that, but they sucked, sucked and only got a bronze medal. But they just didn't look that good. And the whole thing about it since then has been building towards having a team that would be ready to play in this tournament, and now they aren't yet. So, but they also are missing. You could like go say what's their top six players and they're missing four or five of them and even with Lavelle is just just getting back to where she can play 60 minutes effectively or whatever you know and she would be in what you consider one of the top players but they're missing 
uh, Mal Swanson, Katarina Macario, Becky Sauerbrunn, Sam Mewis, who, you know, we don't know if she'll ever be back to the national team level. They're missing so many players that would have put them over even better, but they still have enough depth that they should have been a good team. So that you yes. could maybe put on Vlacos. Maybe he didn't manage around that depth better, hoping that some of those players are going to be here that would fill fulfill what he was wanting them to do, and they haven't. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay. I thought after the Lindsey Horan goal, I thought that was just that was the lift they needed, and they were going to go on and start dominating. That was incredible. That that was honestly a that was such a memorable moment. I love that, and I do think they're going to be okay. I think, I think our team is just they're just meaner and they, like you know what I mean. They're just bigger and meaner, and they're gonna they're they're grinders, and I and I feel like they're gonna. They're going to grind out what they need to. And um, I think maybe this game, I'm, well, I guess you have to hope that this game was a, uh, a kind of a wake-up call to them. And I'm going to trust that. I'm going to trust that it was. The first game should have been a wake-up call. The second game should have been a wake-up call. The third game has to be a wake-up call. But, I, I, hey, the answer is just piss off Iran. <laughs> yeah, or just don't, don't do that. <laughs> oh, Robert, was that just a fake-out? I just going to say, guys. I agree with all you're saying, but they haven't lost yet, and that's something. Right. No, and, and that's that's what I, that's why I keep pointing out that they have had tournaments where they have started yeah. very poorly and grew into that tournament. People have a very selective memory. Oh, you know, they they scored however many goals on Japan in the final of the 2015. They they scored 13 on Thailand in 2019, but they also barely beat Netherlands in the final. I mean, I think this final was 2-0, but it was a very close game. Right. So there's all these factors to that that people have a very selective memory. They All they remember is that they won the entire thing. They forget some of those tournaments where they completely sucked. We sucked. Uh, it was it was terrible to watch. <laughs> we sucked. Uh, okay, so... I, I think you need to make sure that suffering part is in there at some point, too. <laughs> that's that's this one. We, we, we sucked. Uh, it was it was terrible to watch the team like that suffering behind the ball. <laughs> suffering. Oh my god, that is just incredible. Okay, we're gonna that just someday when we do like a, a whole thing of lore about the sporting Kansas City or soccer in Kansas City, that needs to be like one little chapter in there that's like a big moment for uh, dominating Chivas. You when you go to like if you look through the history of the Manchester United game where everybody was against sporting essentially against the Wizards and the tide turned throughout the game they ended up winning it 2-1 being man down but it was just a friendly so it didn't really matter but you had Manchester United fans that started rooting for sporting after oh, that oh it mattered and but I think you saw Chivas fans last night like get an appreciation yeah. for sporting because they they were so damn confident that they were going to win that game the fans were and they may have came out of there with an appreciation for Kansas City and even more hatred for their fellow Atlas fans. Yeah, there was a Chivas fan on the Sporting KC subreddit just saying nice words. So, no, yeah, they were the Chivas fans were confident, but not as confident as I was. Never had any doubt. We're gonna take a quick break huh. and, uh, and 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 finish up the uh, League's Cup conversation. And we're back. The League's Cup. Toluca is next on Friday. Uh, that I will be there. I just submitted my credential request. Robert, will you be yeah. there? Guys, you know, when you have a new girlfriend, things change in your life. Oh, I will not be there. Subtly <laughs> dropped that one in there. Okay. Okay. I see you. 
Uh, yeah, I will be there. It's not. It's not a nine p.m. kickoff. I think it's eight p.m. Correct. I can handle that on a Friday. Correct. Not past my bedtime. And and it's not a slam dunk that you'll be approved either because it's not approved through Sporting. It's approved through the League's Cup. Correct. Correct. But that's why we changed our name to the KC Soccer Journal. Come on, come on. How can you turn that down? And I could. I put. I put host and editor as my title. Come on. You can't turn the host and editor of the KC Soccer Journal down. Come on. I was telling the League's Cup guy last night that KC Star shows up with one person, KC's Soccer Journal shows up with fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we bring it. We bring an army, and still can't find someone. So, how motivated do we think Toluca is to uh, get back for uh, us destroying them in the Champions League? How many of them are the same people? Right. Yeah, that feels like a million years ago, and it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it's about yeah. five years ago. There's that, um, and I guess our our Mexican teams, are they kind of in the same boat where they were like, I don't know if we actually care about this or not, and now maybe they they care about it even more now after uh, after making it to this round. So yeah, I bet uh, I bet I bet they'll be up for it. It's uh, I I was looking at the schedule. The final of this tournament is on the 19th. So the two teams that make the final. We'll play five games between now and then. Correct. That's wild. It's a tournament. It's a World Cup style tournament. I've always been in love with it, Thad. There's no it's a great it's the greatest cup to win for an American soccer team and we're gonna do it. So what is the uh, cash payout for winning this thing? Pretty large, right? Cash payout. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, Somebody I, who truly love this I would know, know this. <laughs> I know all of this. <laughs> I just, I'm doing it for the show, for for our listeners who maybe don't know. So I'm creating the effect here. Ooh, what payout, Robert? No, but I mean, that's that's a big part of it, true. But if you see the passion of these players, the Mexican players, you know, um, and the you know, passion, I mean, on both sides, when they're winning, when they're losing, you know, they're not happy, they're elated. You know, the MLS teams, same thing. I think there's a lot of passion around this tournament. I think it's really been a great thing, and I think it's going to continue to be a great thing. Yeah, there, there is there is natural fire between these two leagues and, and an urge to want to, to show that they're better than the other side. Um, that doesn't mean, okay, well, no, I love this competition. It still feels like a bit of a money grab. Did you guys see the rumor that is just a rumor because it was a report from an Argentine journalist who said that CONCACAF teams can uh, play in the Copa Libertadores next year? I don't know what that report means, that they can. Uh, Tom Bogert, no one for MLS, has been reporting this. This would be massive news. But you have to imagine uh, that 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 uh, Comnable would want to invite this now with the addition of Messi and, and that a journalist in Argentina is going to want to talk about it <laughs> and, and put it out there that you, we, we have no, uh, we have no original reporting on this about MLS to Copa Libertadores. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That'd be pretty cool though. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was still trying to look up what the uh, payout would be for the final cuz I, uh, I, I know there's was disturbing you. Payout you is uh, 2 million <laughs> to the champion. 
you get a hundred thousand per game, fifty thousand additional for each victory, uh, like a total of forty million being paid out. That's good. That's a lot of money. I thank you very much for finding that. But you were both yeah. looking it up, and no one, no one was looking at me or listening or helping me in any way. <laughs> I could, I could. I was to listening that. to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. But hey, that's, just that, like you accuse us of throwing something out there that we weren't prepared to talk about or have all the data, I mean, you kind of threw that out there without I us did. knowing. So I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a great host I duty there, man. I, at one point, <laughs> I literally put for this third segment, I put freewheel in it because I had no. I yeah. spent so much time on those, on the different audio clips and getting that ready and all of that that I had no idea what to do for a third segment. But I think we hey, pulled. I it sent out, right? you all the audio clips. How, this, how's this going? This is going. Yeah, but there. Are, that sends me two-minute audio clips that I have to seep through and find the right ones. <laughs> I have to go through like an hour of them to get it down to. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I wonder yeah, how yeah. many good nuggets like yesterday in my. Oh damn it! We sucked. Uh, it was it was terrible to watch. I wonder how many good nuggets like that that we miss that uh, that just that no one will ever hear because no one collects all this audio and actually listens. But you do a good job, that You delivered the audio of the year so far. And I would also like to give credit to people who asked the specific questions. Sperry asked the question that I don't really think that helped him say we sucked. I think he really <laughs> wanted to say that, but he said it in English because somebody actually asked an English question. Uh, Jimmy Mack asked a couple of the questions about the fluidity. So, Jimmy Mack, part of the KC Soccer Journal. I yep. think. I'm not, I'm not, I think he is, right? Yes, yeah, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> So, Chad, uh, Chad, oh, my God, I didn't believe I just said that. Thad, give wow. us a report on David. Did he stay for the uh, post-game presser, and uh, did he ask any questions? How was he, David's debut? Yes, David. He stayed, and he did not ask questions. David okay. lost his lost his virginity in the press box, <laughs> and, then he didn't even, I, and then he didn't even show up to, uh, to talk about it. He was dealing with, uh, dealing with his kids. Man, being a father – Sounds uh, that sounds rough. <laughs> it is uh, sometimes a challenge. <laughs> Something about True. tantrums and and two children. But no, yeah, we're very happy. David uh, David got his experience out there. He was also commenting. <laughs> he was uh, adding in like little tactical things that he was noticing, and it was like, oh wow, David up in that bird's eye view now. He's getting <laughs> he's seeing this new angle of the game and learning so many things. <laughs> And well, I think a, he always sees them. He just doesn't have time during the game when he's dealing with his kids to uh, yeah. get them out there. <laughs> but it is a different view, though. So you can see things differently than a, a lower view. And yeah. also having other people around you that are analyzing it and talking about it at the same time can be sometimes negatively influencing because you might like, oh, start listening to what they have to say. But oh, yeah. you know, getting other people's different viewpoints where it's not just the drunk fan next to you saying, oh, that guy sucks. Yeah, there's a, it would be a very good, it'd be very good audio, just the, uh, all the different journalists there and, and the banter with Patrick and, and Sam back there and all that. That'd be very good. It'd be a very good podcast. With all of these Sporting Kansas City podcasts, all these different, all these different hosts, all these different shows, there is a one really good show in there. Like a like a really really awesome show, if everyone combined efforts and we could put on a show that would be like actual top quality. Wait, I thought we were. Yeah, yeah. Man, all, now I feel all insulted. the time, all the time, top quality here. 
Yes. Yeah. That, I that's think one of sucked. Cody's things you love him for. He's never happy with what we produce. So that's a good we thing. Sucked. Keep it's that the up. suffering of what we have went through. We sucked. We sucked. <laughs> Anything to shake this but I'm in My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking